Roger That is intended for a mature audience. The show discusses adult themes, controversial topics, and sexually explicit content. This show is not intended for women that are nursing, people without a sense of humour, or anyone with a weak constitution, or that owns cats. You've been forewarned. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, this is Gorgo. Welcome to another episode of Roger That, featuring me, your lovely co-host, and Roger over there doing things. Hey, how you doing? So, a uh, little background, uh, Gorgo, you know, she's getting compliments on her uh, sultry voice, so I'm going to try to channel my inner Gorgo today to kind of talk more melodic, but also very uh, silky and sultry, like this. Did that work? I don't know. Maybe no. Maybe no. Okay. Never yeah. Mind. I try. Yeah. Just let me be the sultry one, and you just, you just be the articulate one, and let's stick to our strengths. Let's stick to well, uh, if, if articulate. Yeah, I don't know about articulate. Maybe my strength could be babbering on uh, for you know <laughs> extended period of times. I'll do that. I can do that all day. That's just like every day in the life. Uh, so, uh, what's been going on in your neck of the woods? Uh, you know, uh, just uh, living life. Kind of, we've had a few a few things here in Houston. You know, we had the uh, we had the Super Bowl here not too long ago, and then we uh, I don't know if you've been to Houston much, but they have the uh, rodeo is kind of a big thing here. So I actually never never really took part in it as much. Uh, but I, you know, I went I went around this weekend. It was a good time. You know, you just it's free food, free drinks, and you know everyone gets drunk. So it was a good time. I've never actually been to the Houston Rodeo, but there were a couple of times where I wanted to go. But the mm-hmm. dates where the artists that I wanted to see like always conflicted with something, like some work obligation. So like usually I could go like if like somebody like Brad Paisley or some, mm-hmm. you know like somebody I absolutely don't want to hear. <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. You know what? I'm good. Maybe one day. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't go. I mean, I won't pay for anything. But yeah, you're right. I mean, same kind of if someone has tickets or is like, hey, you want to go? Fuck yeah, I want to go get some free food and listen to some music. And that kind of that kind of opened my eyes to like different genre. I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty eclectic person, but country music for me is never something I kind of ever listened to. But then going to the rodeo past few years, I kind of get into a little bit more, you know. And, uh, you know, George, Florida Georgia Line especially. Like, I, I saw them in concert. They were fucking great. So then, you know, I start jamming. I mean, shit, uh, I'm driving. But no, when no one is in the car with me, no one, you know. Right. Yeah. You're the Man, second just... guy that has told me that they like Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> I think they are the worst. I think they're what? trash. This is how we roll? Like, that's like an anthem, God, bro. Like, they are trash. This man. is how we roll. Yeah, they are kind of. But they're fun trash. I mean, you, music doesn't have to be like super, you know, intense and articulate and, you know, have a meaning. It's just fun. Some solo cup like that has anything to do with anything, you know? Yeah, but, but still, they're just trash. Come on. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I, I think I think that I think that uh everybody, you know, Kind of has their own thing. Well, what what kind of country are you into then? Are you kind of into like a Johnny Cash dark country? Is that more? Uh, yeah. So I like Johnny Cash, a fucking uh, course. Shania Twain, mm-hmm. uh, Faith Hill, mm-hmm. Big Little Town, the band mm-hmm. Perry, um, and like some of like the old old like back in the seventies country music. Mm-hmm. I don't like this country music with all that 
with all the twang and like the mm-hmm. the whining and mm-hmm. I don't know. It just it just is not for me. But I definitely like the ones that I name. Like I they're they definitely have some songs. That I'm like, oh, this is legit. Like this is good. Like. I could be a country girl if this was country music, but then you add in all those other people. Oh, and I like, uh, what's his name? Hunter. Is it Hunter Hayes? Yeah, Hunter Hayes. Isn't yeah. he like the really pretty boy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But he he has some good songs. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, like Jason Aldean, his Big Green Tractor song? Like, I think that that's like the country song, though. Like, he's pretty much talking about his penis, right? I mean, Big Green Tractor, <laughs> like, come on, there is... You know, he's talking about, he's bragging about that thing, you know. That's probably, that's probably my go-to song right there for country. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, you know. And country's like so far down on my list. Like, I'd probably like rather listen to someone's nails scratch a chalkboard than listen to country music. Yeah, I I will agree with that one. It's pretty low (laughs) on my list. But you know what? Sport, like for all the guys out there. There's some hot ass chicks that listen to country. Oh my jeez, going to that rodeo, it was just like looking around. I was like, what? Uh, the, all the where are all these hot girls at in Houston? Like in cut off denim shorts and fucking cowboy boots. It was amazing. It was great. Every year, same thing. You know they. You know, They're awesome. probably at the local dance hall doing the two step and yeah. What else? Whatever. Uh, other. Boots, boots, coot and boogie. Boot scooting boogie square dance and all that shit. Oh yeah, that's what uh, they are. For, sure, for sure. And I don't see them because I don't go there. I you know country music and me and dancing, but it's so easy to dance that. I will admit, um, I went to some mm-hmm. country bar. There was like a meet up there, and we like danced mm-hmm. all night. It was it was a lot of fun. Like it's not to me. It's not easy because it's not the kind of dancing that I normally yeah. do. So it was it was hard, but we had a good time, especially like after a couple of shots. Yeah. Like it was fun. Like they know how to they know how to get down. But like just like listening to the music sober, I'm like nah, I'm good. <laughs> well, how do you feel about like R and B and like love music in general? Because that's basically what country all most I want to say ninety percent of country music that I've heard at least it's basically love songs, right? It's meant for, it's not meant for like dudes per se. I think that's just me. See, I feel I feel opposite. I feel like it's mostly like whining and complaining that your wife or your husband left you for somebody else. That's a love song, girl. You. That's a love song. That's okay, an R and B well, song. Whatever. You can you can put you can put Tank or R Kelly over like a Jason Aldean like Crybaby track, and it's the same damn thing. Yeah, maybe you're right. Same concept, just like different instruments and mm-hmm. different tempos, I guess. Um, but whatever. I feel, but what about Anyways. you? That, that's that's been me the past few weeks. What about you? What about you? What you been up to, girl? I've been oh god, I've been. I won't say stressed, but I've just been annoyed. Like I'm almost at this breaking point with useless people, mm. like people who have no value Ooh, at all at work. At least, like maybe in their personal lives, they have some value. But mm-hmm. like working with them just has driven me crazy so like this one guy i work with we we work with macbooks and we have like a generic login and so i created my own um 
profile just because mm-hmm. like I like I like pink and I like glittery things and you know like I don't want this generic shit like I just want something that's very personalized that matches my personality it makes me feel better it makes me feel comfortable when I'm working and this mofo goes and deletes my profile and doesn't tell me and he goes to my coworker and he laughs about it. He was like, oh, I deleted her profile. Ha ha, I didn't even tell her. Like, that's what she gets. And I was like, oh, fuck no. Like, that shit? Uh-uh. He hasn't been at work since then, so I hadn't had a chance to talk to him. But I was like, he has to go. Like, I'm going to find some way to get him fired. Like, I don't know how. I don't know when, but it's coming. Because, like, to me, that's so unprofessional and it's just rude. You know, like, mm-hmm. if you don't want me to have a profile, first of all, I need to know why. Like, I need it in writing that I'm not allowed to have a personal profile. And then the reasons why. You know, like, mm-hmm. don't just say, no, you can't do that because I'm going to be like, well, that's dumb. And he tried to give me some bullshit-ass answer about security and updates. Sounds like, dude, I've owned a fucking Mac for, like, five years. Like, I know how they work. Like, you know, like, what you're saying is is a lie. So, um, for the past week, I've just been dealing with useless people. And people, and beyond him, there are some other, uh, there are two, two other people who, like, work under me. And they just basically do just enough to make it look like they're doing work when they're not. Oh, that's Yeah, and then they always try to, like, undermine my authority. So I definitely hit a breaking point with that this weekend. And I was like, okay, fuck it. I am going to talk to my boss about it. And I'm the kind of person, like, I don't want to just complain about something. Like, I want to come with solutions. So I had to, like, talk mm-hmm. to one of my other coworkers. And I was like, okay, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to write an email to my boss. My boss is gone for, like, a month. I was like, I want to mm-hmm. write an email to him. I want to tell him what's going on. I was like, but can you help me, like, figure out ways to, like, mitigate this issue so that going forward, you know, like we can we can change this. And it's not just, you know, like me complaining and not having a solution. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, so I I did a lot of thinking about that this weekend and let, my whole week has just been like frustration, <laughs> basically. I feel you. I feel you. So uh well I mean it's why are people fucking with you though? Like get get off your sauce, you know? Like, why are people gotta fuck with your shine like that? You know what? I, we're going to get into that a little bit later, actually. And, it's, and maybe your voice is too sultry. You know, maybe some people are like, <laughs> I, I definitely ran into that where I was kind of, for the longest time, I was kind of like pissed off at you and I couldn't figure out why. Then I was like, man, her fucking voice is just so goddamn all, so, so, so awesome that I was just like, man, fuck, fuck her. I'm going to just undermine her at every turn. And then, and that's what I stro- uh, strove to do. And I think that I, you know, I, I was su- successful in that, you know, but that's just me. So that's yeah. how I deal with things. <laughs> okay whatever uh so anyway guys um for this episode we want to do something a little different there have been a lot of changes and maybe you have noticed some of them i have been slowly trickling them into our social media but roger that is having a little bit of a revamp rebranding thing going on lately <laughs> i don't know yeah. <laughs> i'm just like yeah i just kind of like lost my words for a second um so with roger officially coming on as the co-host and oh, us you know deciding to rebrand the look uh so we have a lot of new things coming up especially um i'm super excited about our website 
uh, rogerthatpodcast.com. So go ahead and check it out. Uh, It will have all of our shows. It will have a way for you to subscribe to us um, and just see what's going on with us. So it's like one collective place with everything. It'll have our social media, everything. So you don't have to go 500 different places. Uh, You just have like this one spot with everything that you need to hear my sultry voice and to hear Roger ramble on and on and on. And on. And I want to say you did an amazing job on that logo. When I saw it, it popped up uh, updated on my podcast feed. I was like, oh shit, like that was the first time I saw it. I don't, you told me you were working on it and then it popped up and I just thought it looked amazing. I think the original one was good, but I think this relaunch rebranding looks amazing. So thank you for putting all the hard work. I was actually talking to a friend about this today and he was like, he he texted me. He actually has has a podcast also and uh, maybe I'll plug it in here, but it's really good. He's just you know, kind of one of the guys I serve with and you know, really good friend of mine. He was like, hey, man, good podcast. And I was like, yeah, but I feel like dead weight. Like, she does all the heavy lifting. And I just come in and ramble, you know? He was like, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> and he's honest. And that was awesome that people can tell that. And I, you do you do all the heavy lifting. You do all the hard work. So I think you definitely should get the credit that you deserve. Kudos and good job on that. Rebranding that logo, the website. Everything looks amazing, Aw, thank you. Yeah, I just... I want us to mm-hmm. be great, and oh, you yeah. know, a lot of oh, being yeah. great is looking great. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so I was like, "All right, let's change things up." Let's like, and so I was really happy with it too, and I was like, "Yes, I like this." So, whatever. Anyways, so since we have an official new co-host, we have some rebranding going on. I thought that this would be a great opportunity for us to have a show where you can get to know your co-host. Um, so I decided we should do like 21 questions. Wait, was it my idea or your idea? I think it was your idea to do the 21 questions uh, now that I'm thinking about it. But I also was heavily in favor of that. So I want to say that it was both of our ideas because I also agree with you. So Okay, so like I just like initially thought of it and you made it better. So we'll just, we'll, we'll go with that. I like to think of it like you did all the work and I took credit for it. So <laughs> basically story of my life (laughs) jk jk (laughs) all right so with that let's go ahead and get into this i'm super excited because like i feel like you know like i know you but you know like with 21 questions like you really get to know the person i think a little bit better or like on another level so i'm excited yeah i I 100 agree i'm excited let's do it all right do you want to go first or should i Okay, so we'll take turns I think that's asking one. the questions, right? You want to mm-hmm. do that? I'll let you, you know, since I'm such a gentleman, I open doors even for guys sometimes. I am a gentleman to a fault. <laughs> I like to think that I am a gentleman to a fault. So I will allow you to go first in answering the question, but I'll ask the first question. Oh, look at that. Oh, that was a plot twist. Plot twist. Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's jump it off. I'll start it off. Okay. I have a question for you, Jess. What would you say is more important, truth or happiness? Truth or happiness? For me, most important will always be truth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And really? Is, yeah, and this is because I spent a good amount of time being happy but being lied to, and I think – I knew what was, you know, like in the back of my mind, like I knew what was going on, but I chose to ignore it. 
so I chose to be happy instead. And while it was great for the time being, you know, when the truth finally hit me, it all came crashing down. And ever since then, I've always been in favor of the truth. No matter how hard, how horrible, like how much it would hurt, like I would rather 100% be hurt, but be in the know, you know, like know what's mm-hmm. going on. And, mm-hmm. you know, like you can be happy from time to time, but I just feel like knowing the truth it will always be most important to me. And I also think that kind of plays into me being a Ravenclaw. <laughs> kind of bring it to Harry Potter <laughs> somehow. But I just feel like that plays into my personality. Um, what about you? I, well, before you go off on that, go off on the Harry Potter topic, I think that it's very refreshing that you uh, you admit or that you admit to yourself that you're not a Gryffindor. I had this conversation uh, during, uh, what was it, National Tequila Day. We went out and, you know, I met this girl or whatever. She, she you know, just talking. It wasn't anything. She was actually fucking cute as shit. And she had a fucking a Hogwarts charm with all the houses. And I look at her and I was like, hey, what house would you be in? And she said Gryffindor. So I laid into this girl. I was like, <laughs> you want to be a Gryffindor? Like, I just went off on her. Like, I think everyone says that they're going to be Gryffindor, but they're not really Gryffindor. And she was like, what are you? And I was like, well, Gryffindor? But, but that's, that's not the point. <laughs> You're like, but I'm like, actually a Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So people that, are so, uh, so... We should have added that as a question. But uh, anyway... That's a good People question. are so, like, so quick to be like, oh, I'm Gryffindor. Because, like, Gryffindors right? were the star of the show. And also because Gryffindors are supposedly brave. But, you know, yeah. I, I took... I, I used to, I'll admit, I used to think that I was a Gryffindor after watching probably like mm-hmm. three or four of the Harry Potters. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I took the quiz. And I took like three of these quizzes mm-hmm. and I never got Gryffindor. I always get mm-hmm. Slytherin or Ravenclaw. So it really, mm-hmm. I, I was like, it, it fucking took a Harry Potter quiz for me to like really look deep inside myself. <laughs> deep into yourself. Hey, Pottermore has those. That's yeah. what we talked about also, the quiz. And she said, well, I took it on Pottermore. And I was like, no, that J.K. Wallen just wants to perpetuate that Gryffindor myth that you're really Slytherin. Like, talking to her, I could tell she was a Slytherin. And by the end of the conversation, she was like, you know what? I could see Slytherin. But I said, hold on, girl, hold on. To be, uh, to, to, to be honest, Harry Potter was originally sorted into, or he was supposed to be, right? That's the, that's the inclination of the sorting hat. He was supposed to be in Slytherin, but then he said not Slytherin. So the sorting hat was like, okay, well, if not Slytherin, then Gryffindor, you know? Which is kind of fucked up because you can just go in and do any house you want as long as you think, like, hey, I don't want to do that, you know? But anyways, plot hole. To add on to that, obviously the Slytherin Mm -hmm. part was because of his tie to the one who shall not be named. But I think it was brave of him to say, Mm -hmm. no, I'm not going to accept what you tell me. Like, that's not who I want to be. And so I was like, oh, okay, well, that was a brave choice. So Gryffindor fits you. Or or was it just kind of like a, I don't want to, see, brave isn't the word that I would, I would use, but I can't think of the word I would use. Um, I guess I'll go with uh, prideful. I don't want to say that, but 
But that's that's the only way that could come to mind because or arrogant, arrogant of him to be like, oh, I know me be, knowing that I've been a mage for all of two months, no more than this sorting hat who has the cognizance of all four <laughs> like starting headmasters. I know more than you. I mean, anyways, but but that was kind of Harry I Potter's could, character flaw to me. That, yeah. His 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 arrogance was his was his. Uh, anyways, I went. On, I mean, I talked to this girl for like forty five, maybe 30, 45 minutes about Harry Potter and stuff. And then her boyfriend came over, and he was not too happy about that. <laughs> so I was like, oh, shit. I knew she had a boyfriend because I had seen her from, like, afar. So I knew she, you know, she was kind of hot, but I was like, eh, whatever. Ended up, we started sitting together, all of us, and then we started talking about it. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, so to answer your question that you didn't ask me, what is more important to me, truth or happiness? I'm going to I'm gonna have to have to argue with you and say happiness. I think that, for me, my experience is people – and not saying you, but people say that, oh, be honest with me, tell me the truth. But then when you tell them the truth, it fucks everything up, you know? And they, they maybe can't handle it or they kind of look at things differently. So I think that I think that happiness, you know, happiness is the core of what we seek, right? No one wants to be unhappy. So I think that for me, the more important issue would be would be happiness. But then also, caveat to that, I also feel kind of that... Um, I do want I do I need to do some truths sprinkled in there, right? I don't want to live in like a matrix style world where everything is literally a lie. Um, but I think that for me, happiness is definitely the the core, the more important of the two. Than, than for some reason, that like everything is awesome. <laughs> so I'm like popped into right? my head. <laughs> yeah. I you know, and I I can agree with you. Like I agree with you, and I think a lot of people, if I had to like put a number to it i would probably say like 70 percent of people in the world probably would prefer happiness over truth i just think that Mm -hmm. there are some of us who think that happiness can be ignorant sometimes because in order to always be happy you have to ignore certain facts and just the way my mind works is very hard for me to ignore facts just so that i can be happy so you know to each his own you know um yeah whatever whatever you know helps you sleep at night and i think to your point i'm a very ignorant person so ignorance is definitely bliss and bliss (laughs) and bliss rhymes with happiness so it's all relative you know i like how you did that all right let's roll into the next question oh this is a good one okay so what three words would you use to describe me so i think that two of these words are very easy right and i saw this i was thinking about it on top and this this actually was one of the harder questions for me to answer because there's so many words that i would use to describe you but i am stalling right now so i'm just gonna spit them out right i think that to start off, you know, I would say you're very smart, right? You're a very smart and uh, knowledgeable person, but I think that smart, first of all. Second, I would say sexual, you know, because you're not, you, I, I think that women these days, and also, I mean, there, there's, that, there's that stigma, right? That a woman can't, can't really be, express her sexuality. She can't, you know, be, you know, as, as um, honest or cavalier as guys can be. And I think that fucking sucks. If you a hoe, you a hoe, guy or girl. Not saying you are, but if you're a pro, it's you're okay. A pro, I am. <laughs> I'm not saying you are. I'm. Well, I should have said if you're hoeing, you're hoeing. It doesn't. There's for me. There's no differentiation between male and female hoeing. You were hoeing. You know what I'm saying? But if, if you're sexual, you're sexual. You know. I think that women uh, should feel empowered about their sexuality, and I think that more and more they are. So I think that leads me to my third 
and probably the harder one. I want to say like millennial, like you, you to me embody what a millennial is. And let me expand upon that. Like millennials, I think versus other generations, we're so good at different things. You know, we're so like, like, like you, you can fucking put a website together. You can start a goddamn podcast on your own and have like three different hosts, you know, all <laughs> while keeping a job and being, and being a fucking a, a parent to two fucking kids, which are dogs, which is the arguably harder than having actual kids i I think i honestly agree with you (laughs) with that it is hard having two dogs (laughs) so so with that i kind of put that like a renaissance type woman millennial woman i think that that's the better a millennial renaissance woman that's what i would the third one i would describe you as long-winded way to say you're fucking awesome oh thank you i'm very flattered by that i don't i don't know how true the sexual part is definitely true (laughs) the rest of it i'm like ah now it would be awesome if for reverse you just dogged me out like you're a fucking dick and <laughs> you're goddamn short <laughs> you know all the like the true but hurtful things <laughs> which kind of goes along with my personality but i went to highlight the things that i actually liked about you <laughs> okay 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 we can do we can do that um i also said that you were sexual um uh, just from our many conversations <laughs> Yeah, they always that. lead back to sex and your snaps are usually always about sex and i love it because it's just it's so hilarious like you I just, just see my last you saw my last one right I'm yeah 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 that was it's true though it's true i was just like oh shit but you know what i i love it and so like i sometimes i like cringe from guys who seem like too sexual but like mm-hmm. i I really like your sexuality because, like, it's almost, like, fun. And since I, like, personally haven't experienced it, so it's just, like, mm-hmm. hmm, you know, it's just, like, yeah, it's yeah. like it's fun to, to watch and then to, like, hear your stories and then, like, to relate to some of the things that you're saying and to also, like, wonder to have, like, Ooh. it's almost, like, a little mysterious to me, too. Yeah, um, and then- and yeah. that, that's what I like to do. I like to make it mysterious. <laughs> but then when you actually experience it, it's very, very uh, uh, wanting. It leaves you wanting. <laughs> like, you're like, that was it? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Give me some juice. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Um, so the second word I used to describe you is articulate. Um, oh. There have been several times where I've talked to you and you, you – you have a way of explaining things that I'm just like, oh, man. I, you know, like, in my mind, when I think, like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm very articulate. But when I actually talk, it just kind of, like, rambles on. But, well, like, when you talk, like, I feel like you explain things clearly. And you use words in a way that make sense but also make you sound smart you know like mm-hmm. how sometimes when people like talk and they sound smart but like you get lost and you're just like okay like i know you're saying words but i don't quite get them it's like <laughs> when you talk it's like okay you're saying words and i understand like i feel like you'd be like a really good storyteller too yeah yeah i've actually heard that before and that's why i want to write a novel or a short fiction. I think I've told you that before. Like, I love words. And that's probably because I, like, started... I mean, I don't want to tie... Everything ties back to Harry Potter for me. But it started <laughs> with Harry Potter, right? In middle school. I remember that I was in seventh grade. And my teacher said, hey, you might like this book, Harry Potter. I fucking got it. I never stopped reading since then. Like, it was always been something that I've had to do, you know? And I think that's where it all ties back to Harry Potter. 
Harry Potter is awesome. Gryffindor go. Yeah, I can see that. And um, to add to articulate, I, I put knowledgeable because uh, you you seem to know a lot about a lot of things. And oh. I <laughs> at least to me, and I think maybe that's because like I know a little about a lot, but you seem to know a lot about a lot. So like, I enjoy talking to you because I learn things from you. Mm. And I find that rare, especially mm. like when in the dating culture, like I find it very rare that I'm often learning something from some, learning something that I want to learn. You know, like sometimes I like learn that you're ignorant or learn that you're you're an idiot, but like mm-hmm. I actually like learn things that I'll I'll like go back and look up from you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is probably why I like still talk to you because I'm like, okay, yeah. I like this. Yeah, we've been talking for a while now. I, I know, mean, I know. Yeah, it's been we've been friends for for a minute. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, well, well, thank you. That 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 made me. I'm that puffed my chest up a little bit. I'm gonna go and uh, no, it's, it's, it's all a lie. It's all a facade. <laughs> but thank you. I was gonna say you, I think, you puffed a little chest up. Well, no, yeah. like actually, you're kind of built. I've seen your photos. A little bit, a little bit. Just, I mean, just a bit. <laughs> I just, I t- it's all about angles, girl, and that's what I learned from the females. You know, it's all about angles. <laughs> I am, I am convinced that women and men do not know what we look like really anymore. When I see a picture of myself without a filter, I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Where I don't have dog ears on all the time. This is bullshit. Like, what? Where's my glow at? Like, glow where's up. my flawless skin and my big beautiful eyes? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, where the fuck? Those aren't my real eyes. This is bullshit. Damn you. I think that I think that that's a that's a good segue though into uh, talking about big eyes and food. So the third question I'll give to you: uh, What food best describes your personality? Ah, oh, that this one was the hardest question for me to answer. The hardest. That's so funny because this question was the easiest one for me to answer, um, oh. <laughs> and the answer is pizza. Just because oh, yeah. pizza has so many toppings and so many different ways that you can make a pizza and it still be good. You know, I feel like pizza is like one mm-hmm. of those only foods that you can like try like a million different things and it works. Yeah, yeah. And P- pizza is pizza's life sometimes. You know? pizza, pizza, is life. pizza is life. And that's kind of how I see myself like i'm not just one way like i have like all these layers you know what maybe i should have said fucking onion because i feel like (laughs) because i feel like i have a bunch of layers and i make people cry okay i'm you know what i'm gonna change my answer to onion onion? i'm changing it to fucking onion to fucking onion man (laughs) what about onion pizza nah i guess that's not really the same thing (laughs) because that because that just sounds delicious Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with onion. I have a lot of layers. I have a tendency to make people cry. Yeah. I still like pizza, though, just because there are so many different versions. And I feel like I have so many different versions of myself. Like, I am able to change how I act according to the situation to fit in so Mm. that it best suits me. But I also like onion. I feel like I'm more of an onion than a pizza, though. I think that we've come, we've come, we've already did, we've already said that uh, you're an onion. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but I'm kind of sad that you switched it because I was I was like, oh, mine's pizza. 
Like, when I thought about it, I wrote down different answers, and I kept on, like, like no, that's not me. That's not me. And then I, uh, the, but pizza was always in the back of my head, but I didn't want to choose pizza, because I felt like it was, like, an easy answer, but I just could not, I had, I had, to, I had to choose pizza. Pizza. And, and for me, pizza, you know, it's cheesy, but it makes you feel like you're loved. And that's what I think that I, <laughs> I think, I think that's what I embody. Like, I'm very cheesy. But I'll make somebody feel loved, you know. Like I'll make them feel like, oh, you know. But it's very in a very cheesy, very cheesy, very mozzarella-y, stringy maybe <laughs> way, and and uh, with a lot of meat, uh, honestly. So you know, that's always good. So you're, just, pa- just, you're you're packing all the meat. Packing that meat. No, I'm just <laughs> I feel like that. Honestly, I feel like that's a good quality to have. Uh, packing the meat, of course, but I was more so referring to making people feel loved because I feel like I'm the direct opposite. Like I make people feel like shit all the time. Like I don't but, have that in me. But but it's good, and I look up to that because I once I'm I'm definitely a people pleaser. I like to assist other people. Like I don't really care. My happiness is like second nature or second sometimes to other people's. Like I'm a sister. I'm like like I'm like LeBron James in this. I I've I'm being quoted as saying this. I'm the LeBron James of hooking up. Like me, if I see that my boy or my even my girl like are trying to I'll pass it, you know, I'll 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 facilitate a conversation to get somebody else some some nook. You know what I'm saying? That's what I like. It doesn't have to be loved by my significant other or anything, but I want everyone to feel loved, you know? So I think that when I go out or whatever, I like to, you know, help other people out, you know? Get, get you some love in your life. <laughs> and that's what I enjoy. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. Have you ever read the book, The Giver? Uh, uh, pretty- yeah, I read the book. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I, I love oh, yeah. the book. The book was Yeah, so I good. saw the movie and it was like, it, it wasn't that good. But that's because, I mean, the book, I didn't read. I mean, I read it in like high school. And then I saw the movie when I was like an adult. Right, right. Yeah, I think I read it in middle school, and then it came out like when I was an adult. So I never saw, and that was another reason why I'm like, you know what? I want to know the truth. (laughs) Mm, (laughs) That's true. Yeah, that's basically right. What it's about? It's (laughs) it's about truths, right? Yeah. Uh, Okay. So next question: What's Mm. the first thing you would buy if you won the lottery? Oh, this was so easy for me because I would, I would, I would buy a gym like. I I I am not entrepreneurial, right? Like I am too afraid of risk to like just start my own business. But I've always wanted to just like own a gym. I don't want to be rich, but I want to be like self sustaining, right? Yeah, just comfortable. But, so, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, just a couple. You know, three, four, five, ten, twenty million a year. Nothing crazy. <laughs> nothing, nothing crazy. Too, yeah, nothing like a uh, too crazy. You know, not no billions you know, nothing, or trillions. Nah, you know, I don't just... need that shit. I just need. <laughs> I need a few M's, you know what I'm saying? You know, Maserati, you know, something like that, that I could park outside of my gym. That's my own, you know, and that's that's always my, if I ever won the lottery, a gym. Start my own business, and then you kind of self-sustaining at that point. And you can just, you know, chill on your Cayman Island, because I'm not that rich. It's not a big island, just a small one. <laughs> just a little but baby island. <laughs> a little, little baby island, Bridge of Branson type shit. But what about you? That's my dumb, frivolous spending. What, what, what about you? What you got? Honestly, I've thought about this a lot. I was like, if I won the lottery, I'm going to put that either in savings or in some kind of fund that has interest and just live off the interest. So I would just go buy a fucking taco. I'm like, I'm not touching mm. this shit. I'm going to live off the interest and just mm-hmm. like be fucking happy. 
because yeah. depending on how much you win and how much you've taken out of taxes, like if it's like several million, I mean, you know, like I could end up making easily over a hundred k a year in interest. Yeah. And that's a good life for a single girl with two dogs. So. Yeah, and hey, you live in the dream. Okay, so I kind of want to do like a, a caveat or a part two to that question because it just made me think about it. So, you know, you get two kind of options, right? You get the lump sum or you get it vested over like, you know, 20 or 30 years or whatever. And usually the lump sum is less than what you would get if it's, you know, spread over, you know, that 20 years. So would you take the lump sum at, you know, 30, 30% less or would you want even payments every year for you know 20 years but you you know you get you're gonna get your full amount i guess you know i thought about this a lot and i was like man okay so even payments over a certain amount of years sounds good because like if i'm ever in a bind you know and then like oh this check is coming up next month so i'm good you know like i just have Mm -hmm. to like wait it out but i feel like i just kind of like want all my money up front, pay the IRS wherever I owe them up front and just like be done with it and then be smart with my money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I like that. I like that. Okay, I, I think I think for me, man, give me that money up front. Just give it to me. <laughs> let, let me blow that motherfucker. I, uh, yeah, just give it to me now. Give it to me now. <laughs> that shit's gonna be gone before I get out of the parking lot. Like he... He went to his bookie and put it on black. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I like that one. I like that. So I, I think uh, we're on question five now. Man, time, yeah. time flies. Time flies when you talk about imaginary money that you're never going <laughs> to have. I know, right? right? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Is this for me or you? Who's asking this next question? You are. What is your biggest sexual fantasy? This one was quite easy for me. So I want to see how easy it was for, or hard it was for you. It was Hi-oh. it was pretty easy for me because it's mm-hmm. something that I haven't done yet. And actually, it it could be two answers. So um, having a threesome is one of my biggest sexual fantasies. Just because I I haven't done it yet, I've had several opportunities, but I've backed out because I'm like I don't know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just, but I I want to do it just to have the experience. But I'm not gonna lie. Like, my biggest fear is if I have a threesome. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I see. I see the question you just put in. Um, threesome, two chicks, one guy. I don't think I two, can. Yeah, I don't think. Two chicks, one guy? Yeah, I don't think I can handle, like, two dicks in me. Like, uh, I was like, just wondering. I feel like that's too much for me to, like, concentrate on. I don't know. I believe in you. I think I believe in you more than you believe in yourself. <laughs> You I know. could I could probably do it, but that that's not part of my my sexual yeah. fantasy. But I so going back to like my biggest fear is like if I'm having this threesome and the guy is paying mm-hmm. more attention to the other girl than he's paying attention to me. So I think if I ever had a threesome, it would be like with an unattractive couple, so that I'm like the most attractive, so I get like all the attention because mm-hmm. I'm selfish like that. So. So, so question for you. So you, you put that scenario where you were the odd man out, not in the relationship. Would you ever, would there ever be a situation where you're dating a guy and then you have a threesome with a girl? You bring a girl into your, Oh, hell no. No, that would never happen. Like I would have to be the person that comes in. Yeah. 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 If I'm dating a guy and he's paying more attention to her, then like he's done. Like you're out. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that, first of all, I think that three ways are very, or threesomes are very, very, uh, 
I mean, it sounds good, but have you ever seen Friends when he had a threesome with with uh, Carol? When Ross had a threesome with Carol and uh, some other chick, or the chick that she left uh, Ross for, and uh, basically uh, he was you know bragging to his friends like, "Oh yeah, I had a threesome last night." He's like, "Oh, it was good." He, like he was like, "Tell me about it." And he was like, "Oh yeah, it was good." And then like like basically she kicked him out of bed. And he was like, yeah, I made a sandwich, you know. <laughs> they were talking about this. His wife was, you know, a lesbian. But, you know, I think that some guys or girls can't pull it off. But I think that, you know, you need a certain sexual prowess to be able to do that. I think that you have, I think you have the juice. I think. So I one think of my goals, maybe not this year, maybe next year, is to go to one of, like, those swingers places yeah. and be, like, the single girl there so like a couple will bring me in i yeah i think that would work best for me and then you know like that way i don't like i don't know them really so i don't have to see them or talk to them ever again like if it's if it's weird if it doesn't mm-hmm. go well yep so i think uh, the next episodes we're gonna find you a a, a swingers party <laughs> that you can attend maybe if we have any listeners that know of any swingers parties then maybe they can uh, send us an email or comment on, on you know any type of social media and we could definitely facilitate that yes hit us you. up uh, uh so what about you what's your biggest sexual fantasy oh mine's easy so i have a bucket list of things i want to do before i get married and the top of the list is a stripper like I want to, I, I want to, but I don't want to, it's not just a sexual thing. I don't want to just have sex with them. I want to be in a relationship with a stripper, right? I want everything that comes with it because me, I guess I, maybe I fantasize that strippers are just like these super sexual beings that are always like, you know, in stripper mode. But I mean, strippers do regular people stuff too. So they like go to the store, they poop, they pee, and, <laughs> but, that, but not in my head, you know, it's like the Jack Bauer 24 thing. Like, when you see 24, you never see them doing, like, actual real-world stuff. So, in my head, it's kind of similar with strippers, where they're just, like, all 24 hours, they're just doing, like, super cool stripper shit, you know? Like, like twerking on an elevator, or they're, you know, having, <laughs> you know, friends come over, and they're having, like, super cool pillow fights naked. Like, that's the environment that I want, I want to be in. And I think that strippers, they have kind of, like, a sexual uh, promiscuity or a, a advantage that maybe other people don't have because their job is to sell sex, you know? So that's that's my biggest sexual fantasy. A relationship with a stripper. Boom. A female stripper, I will have to... I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll add that one in there because dudes, dudes like me. Dudes like me. Yeah, um, yeah thank oh, you yeah. for clarifying. <laughs> thank you. I thought, yeah, I would... Uh, you know, I, you know, I don't, you know, I don't, uh, I don't hate if you go that way. But for me, yeah, chicks all the way. So. <laughs> Female stripper. All right. All right. That was good. I like that one. I like to, I like to know a little, I think I learned a little bit more about you and your, there you your sexual go. fantasy. There you go. Okay, so this went a lot longer than either of us intended. So we're going to break this up into three separate episodes that we will spread throughout the next couple of weeks. Don't worry, we'll get back to the hard-hitting news next week. Until then, Gorgo out.